0: मधुरो शरणवाक कई ईशतत्तं प्रकाश्यो कृषगतो परिशेषो पी ईशपुत्रो जो अमृता हां तमोतिशायं पवित्रम मेरिजांग परम We bow down to Christ, whose sweet simple words reveal the truth of God, who, though crucified, is immortal, the Son of God, whose purity incarnate, born of Mary, the friend of all, the Lord of the lowly, and supreme love personified. Our salutations to him again and again. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all. Merry Christmas. (laughs) This is a blessed time because Christ came. We think that it is the same Lord comes again and again. So it is the advent of the Lord in the earth and also this is the moment when you think of all the noble thoughts more intensely than in another, another, other times. And uh, we will be surprised to analyze how whom we adore as Christ what he taught how it resonates with all the Upanishadic expressions and also the teachings of the Gita, Bhagavad Gita, even if we find the lessons of Sri Ramakrishna and other incarnations. It's is so similar and so unique. And still people make division. In realizing their principles of these noble truths, what has been preached by them, so today our subject is the Christ we adore this is a very there is a very small beautiful book, Sami Ranganathananda. He spoke on this topic in that particular it is a lecture It is a very interesting if you wish you can. Just have it probably in the bookstore. And also of course today I will recommend another book at the beginning itself. That is the Sermon on the Mount according to Vedanta. One of the best books you can read to understand uh, the perspective in which the Vedanta students look upon Christ. So anyway, so we are talking about... Do you know the unique life of Christ it is all pure dedicated dedicated for the good of humanity and know only the words of blessings and benediction to the whole world not thinking who belongs to which country or which greed it is a message which has kept the world in joy and peace for thousands of years of course fanatic ideas also came and they destroyed the peace and harmony that also from that bar- background we need to understand what christ stands for and what the message gave and that is the special object of our adoration Christ the man if you say Christ the man is not the goal but yes the divinity the purity the love which manifested in the person of Christ is unparalleled but at the same time you have to understand That we have to go beyond that person, Christ as person, to Christ as the impersonal principle for which he stands. All his advice and instructions we find, they replete with the eternal values of life. And that transcends us from our limited bigoted concepts about Christ and his Christ message. So today I will focus on the Sermon on the Mount which you call the Beatitudes. And we find to be a Christian we Vedanta students, we are Christians. More Christians than any Christian can claim that they are Christians. <laughs> At least from this perspective from this perspective that you know our Sri Ramakrishna eh, practiced this spiritual discipline and had the vision of christ we are proud that this organization continues that legacy Swami brahmānanda when on the christmas eve that reading was going on some of our american devotee was reading and Swami brahmānanda went into ecstasy and when he went into ecstasy everyone was there husked silence and then reading was stopped. And after a long time back, he came long time he came back to the senses of the world. And then everyone again started reading and doing whatever is going on. And he was asked what happened. He said, ah, Christ appeared and blessed me today in his cloak. See, it is not Christ it is not a word of her just a superficial term in our tradition in all the centers of India Christmas is observed with all dignity in our headquarters it's a beautiful scene to see the decoration of Christ and not only decoration Christmas carol is sung the uh, this Sermon on the Mount will be read with so much intensity and integrity you can see and feel the vibration there. So in that sense, we are followers of Christ as we are followers of all the spiritual leaders of the world who have attained to the final uh, experience of reality and who preach the message of that absolute truth. So we find when Christ says, the poor in spirit... Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. What does it resonate in our heart? His calling to be humble. Let us be humble. We should be free from pride in spiritual life. Free from pride in learning. Free from pride of your wealth, beauty, lineage. Or has pre- preconceived ideas of what spiritual life is, and how it should be taught. That type of mind is not receptive to the higher teachings. So it is needed that one should be humble to learn. Sri Ramakrishna said, uh, if you want to learn, you put yourself little below." In a mountain, top of the mountain, water does not accumulate there; it accumulates in the in the base. So similarly, it is humble spirit of humility and humbleness. It is not like that. Of that's also pride. Sometimes we are too humble to show our pride. How humble I am. Uh, <laughs> that is not the point of discussion here. The point is that it is the spirit is such that I want to learn, I want to be, uh, I don't want to make any pride for anything else. But God is my heart, God is my love. In the Bhagavad Gita, it says, Tadviddhi pranipateno pariprasneno shevaya te gyanam gyanina tattadarshina. Tattadarshi, this spiritual Teachers who have seen God, they can give us blessings only when we salute pranipath you know. First first point, you bow down your head. That's why we cannot go to our guru. Hey, oh hello, give me what you have. This is my ten dollar fee. Give me some lesson. It's not like that. That's why it should be Tadbid the pranipatana. First is bow down your head. Pray prashna. Then you try to. Put question, which is relevant to spiritual life. You need to know. You say, I don't know, sir. Please tell me how I can cross the ocean of ignorance. How can I go beyond the level of our anger and hatred and all these things? Teach me that humility, that humble attitude. Tadbiddhi, Pranipata, Pariprasnena, and to get his blessings. Why will give you the spiritual wisdom? it is he does not make money he is not making a business so he may give you he may not give you therefore you go and serve him to at, draw his attention and love that oh he will be feeling affection oh ho oh, oh. ho this this student is very earnest okay let me uh, give out my heart and soul to that so this is the point if we want to attain spiritual knowledge what christ said blessed are the poor in spirit that means those who have cultivated that what a blessed opportunity that person has prepared himself or herself to attain the highest knowledge. So, it is not like that. This story, a uh, common story we uh, talk m- many times, that there was a student who went to teacher, and he found uh, asked what are the duties of a teacher and what has to be done by a student, and naturally, uh, he he learned that a student will have to go to the forest, collect some firewood, and then bring it, then make a dole of the mm, uh, uh, roti dole, or what is it's called? But, uh, totila. <laughs> dole for the totila. Bake it and do this and serve this and cook this and whole day work, work, work. And then he came to know that what is the duty of guru? Guru does not have to say much. Only teacher will sit and give some advice. So he was very intelligent. He said then So do one thing, please, sir. Make me the guru first. (laughs) So it is not like that. It is some qualities necessary. We need some quality to grab that higher knowledge. So that is the first humility, is the first thing. That's why it is uh, given by Christ in the very beginning. According to uh, Matthew, The fifth chapter we find the third verse. Then he said that blessed are they they that mourn for they shall be comforted. Yes, we also mourn. Uh, We repent. We repent for what? Earthly loss. Loss of money. Loss of friendship. Loss of some relative whom we loved. When they pass, we mourn. But that is not. They are not blessed. Blessed are they that mourn for whom? For God. So mourn for worldly pleasures, possessions, power, name and fame. But blessed mourning is very rare. Sri Ramakrishna, in the sense of spiritual loss, spiritual loneliness, He is to cry. This is mourning. Another day passed. Oh Lord, the sun is setting today also. Another day started this morning. And that is also gone. So how am I spending my day? What is happening? We have to mourn for that. But we, sometimes, we mourn, as I said. We mourn for our petty losses. These are also losses. Really, these are troublesome. When we uh, really uh, lose our money lose our wealth lose our property or something it is lost sure but that morning and spiritual morning is something different uh, we that do are surface demands surface level uh, want and the fulfillment but that is the Thomas a, a. compass He said in his imitation of Christ, beautiful words O Lord God, when shall I be made one with thee and be molten into thy love so that I wholly forget myself? Be thou in me and I in thee, and grant that we may so abide always together. In one. This is called the real mourning. When? When is that day? Why tomorrow? Why not now? That is called mourning. So whether we are Christians or non-Christian is not the question. These are the qualities. It is talked about the about the essential characteristic of a devotee. If it is not either neither. Christian, neither Hindu, neither Muslim. It makes any sense. So here is Christ kept this new dimension of understanding from the Judaic religion, which was having some God, fear, fearful God, as in Hinduism also. God is sitting with a rod in hand. If you don't do, then he will hit you in your head and you will go to the hell forever. That also make us sometimes uh, rule. follow some rules, no? If the police is not there, and that fear of the police is not there, you see, everyone was running uh, recklessly, and you see, suddenly everyone is very gentle. You find, (laughs) what's the matter? You find some, two, three cars on the right side. (laughs) So, someone hiding on the left, someone on the right, so that is the point. (laughs) So, that also is necessary for our normal life. But, there is, Christ's addition was the Love for God. Eh? It should be from your heart. And that is the criterion. What we want. We want peace in God. Not peace in money. Money can give us peace. But that is necessary for simple living a life. But it is not all. All is God. So that is the cry here. So you see the beautiful way. In the imitation of Christ Jesus said. The o Lord God. When shall I be made one with thee? And be molten into Thy love, so that I wholly will forget myself. Is it not Vedanta? What he says, I forget myself totally, and I get molten into You, or Your consciousness. What remains then of the little ego? That is the absolute truth. What he is talking about. Third, and the fifth verse. He said, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit earth. That means, what is that? That is, one must be freed from egoism to go over dualism. Why to inherit the earth? Yoga Sutra says that if you practice, one confirmed in certain practice, you can gain some power. So, inherit the earth means the whole wealth of the earth will follow you. You need not have to run for that. You see, all the spiritual people, eh? say Buddha. Buddha was a uh, wandering monk. Eh? He had no position, no home. He, had, he was the king. But when he became a monk and illumined, see, the whole wealth followed him the kings and all the rich people inviting he does not care for that but it is running towards him so that's the point the earth inherited inheritance will come the wealth will come and it touches tallies with our yoga sutras yoga sutra says that one confirmed in non stealing becomes the master of all the riches that is the way but we don't want that that is that is a, a additional gift it comes you become spiritual means; uh, these things come to you, but you don't have any uh, interest for those things. Eh? When some some of the sadhus say, in the early days of our monastery in headquarters Belur, that when we were willing, we are young, we we wanted to eat this food, that food, but the was, monastery was so poor that they cannot provide us, excepting some uh, pumpkin. <laughs> squash, squash uh, curry, or something like that. And now we cannot eat. And now all the good food is coming towards us. So this is the point that when we prepare and reach that level of perfection, the whole wealth follow that person. You go any Buddhist temple, uh, you will find all gold. You go to the Christian Catholic. Churches and places full of tons of gold. You go to the temple, Hindu temples also. All the riches flow there. Uh, They need not have to ask, but it goes to them. So non-stealing, that means, what is that? Non-stealing? Patanjali says, don't steal. What is non-stealing? Non-stealing means nothing belongs to you or me. We think it belongs to me this is my money this is my my position my house no it is nothing ultimately belongs to us it is it belongs to god we are only custodians you have been given one house i have been given another house you are another car i have another car so this is the custodian attitude so to, we are the appropriating god's position only and then if you have your own ego there, then you are stealing. It is not yours, and you are demanding it is mine. So it is stealing forcefully. You are, it is forcefully you are taking away. Always we say, it is my house, it is my money, it is my this, and it is my, 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 my. So it is always, you are stealing what is not yours. Nothing belongs to us. That's why when we leave this body, we find that how we cannot take one piece of hair from here. Had it been ours, we could have taken all our PhD degrees and all, our, all the qualifications which we attained in this life, all the Nobel laureate and all the money with the bank balance, million, we could have gone somewhere else. So you see, it is, it is, ultimately it is so funny that you know we'll have to leave everything. So whose property was this? And wh- who actually allowed us to play with those few, like the bank cashiers? They deal tons of money. <laughs> but in their personal life, they may be poor. They have no money. So, so the point is that it is the Lord's property. That is, we are only the custodian. God has given. So stealing means unauthorized uh, possession. That is stealing here. So happiness is not in aggressiveness. Possessing like that, holding to me, stealing from someone. It says, loud, Tse say, said, Of the soft and weak thing in the world, none is weaker than water. But in overcoming that which is firm and strong, nothing can equal it. When storm comes, when uh, we, are, we know nowadays, eh, so many uh, disasters happen. Uh, all the houses are uh, washed away. Uh, see, It is water only. See, so soft. But it can do such strong things. So he continues Lao Tse, that which is soft conquers the hard. Rigid and hardness are companions of death. Softness and tenderness are companions of life. So here, the softness and what is called tenderness is not to hold things and claim to be, it is mine, which is not mine. It should be soft to give it away. uh, To feel that it is God's property, God has given and I am just possessing it and enjoy it. But not to steal. Stealing means I want to put it in my pocket. So don't do that. Sixth verse says, The blessed are they Which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Here is the point. Those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. This this is synonymous with salvation. As in the Old Testament. Deliverance from evil and union with God. But here what Christ said. It is not merely moral virtues or good qualities, but it needs absolute goodness, what he meant by that. That means that hunger and thirst should be for absolute righteousness. What is absolute righteousness? What is right? This world is not right. God is right. To follow God is the absolute righteousness. And whatever Leads us. Those are relative righteousness, and we follow those principles in our life. We become truthful. We try to not to lie. We not to uh, hurt anyone. But this is part of that ultimate righteousness, the blessed righteousness. That is hmm, the goal of life. So Christ gives this value to us. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Because we are human characteristic is envy, jealousy, hatred. These are universal weaknesses, inborn in all of us. It comes and it brings us ego. It brings our ignorance. And therefore, what to do? We have to be merciful. How to be merciful? Because who you are showing your love, it is all God's creation or this God Himself. And Patanjali also suggested that same idea that Maitri Karuna Upakshanam Apunno Bhavana Chitta He has said that your mind will be perfect peace. How? In this merciful state will come, you will be able to consider others in a different perspective. You will be very kind to person who are righteous person who are selfless person uh, you can ignore certain person apparently but not hate anyone where it's very difficult to handle just be off from them like the different values have been put by the sage Patanjali also he said that blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God it's a beautiful word and Swami Vivekananda referred it in many places in his lecture. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The pure, what is purity? Purity is free from crookedness, malice. Purity is that which covers our common divine sense, which leads us to something negative so that is the purity and ultimate purity is God so blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God because when the mind becomes pure you are God impure mind only keeping us separated from what is divine when the mind becomes pure as in the whole Patanjali's yoga sutras all the Indian scriptures are talking about, all the karma yoga theories for chitta Shuddhi, for the purification of your mind and of your intellect. So here it is said, the heart, heart should be pure. Saint Paul referred to this as overhauling of the mind. He says in his epistles to the Romans, and he said there, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See how it matches with the Hindu thoughts and eternal values in all religions. So it is. he says that be transformed by renewing your mind. How you will be transformed? Not by converting into Christianity or not by converting into Islam or to Hinduism. It is the transformation of the heart and that transformation is from this mean egocentric uh low level of thinking mind to a divine centric mind which will be seeking for god which will be searching for god which will find pleasure in god which tries to see things and behind that the love of god and presence of god so and in yoga sutra also it says that you have to get this purification of the heart by external purification, keeping the mind contented in all situations, happiness and misery comes, doing some austerities for God, scriptural studies, and also surrendering ourselves to God. So that is the Patanjali's suggestion. Uh, imitation of Christ again. He says, the, this is the Ishwara Pranidhana means surrendering to God uh, that makes us uh, our heart most pure because whenever we can surrender to God then our little angularities, our own minds and its place have less scope in our life to manifest so imitation of Christ says thou art my hope, thou art my trust, thou art my comfort I find all- infirm and unstable whatever I behold outside thee, that is the pure mind, will have this type of craving, that what is I find all infirm and unstable, whatever I behold, outside you. That means the whole world is soaked in God. It's called Sachidananda, permeates everything in the cosmos. It is Sachidananda. The, there is nothing but God in the world. I do not see it as my fault. It is not the fault of God. Even today, there are many people who see God in all the beings, in all the objects of the senses. The sense objects are no more sense objects to them. They reveal the truth. So, here we find that Swami Vivekananda is saying the same There is a song, beautiful song. It says, I see everything meaningless and void if I don't see you. The sun and the moon and the stars lose their light if I don't see you. Oh Lord, what a grace of yours that you have appeared before me and removed all my suffering. That's a beautiful song. Savoheri sunnamai. I do not know Bengalis who are one or two persons, maybe. But anyhow, I, I get tempted to quote <laughs> sometimes these beautiful verses. Savoheri sunnamai. Jodi Chandra shurja Joti They lose their glow. They, they, they lose their power. There is no shining light in the sun and the moon and the stars. If I don't see you and your glory, your light behind. A beautiful idea. So this is the idea of pure in heart. That means when the purity of the heart, it is a cultivation. And Christ is instructing us to cultivate this idea that you see the world in a materialistic way. Be pure in your heart and see the play of the Lord going on in all through the creation. Even what you think as matter behind that, there is the presence of that light. Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. That we know in this world of trouble and turmoil, eh, who comes in to create some peace. We feel so comforted. Peace is our craving of our heart. And peace is almost synonymous to God. When a person is absolutely reached into the state of perfect peacefulness, nothing can disturb and he or she will be in the state of God-realization. So, blessed, these are the people who are in, and they create this peace in the world. There are many people who can just create this dissension. You don't need much people. Even in a family, uh, brother will create dissension with brother, sister to sister, and this and that with property, with money, eh? dissension, dissension. And who can make friendship and connection? That's why they are the blessed people who can just unite. They unless they are united with God, they cannot do that outside. Blessed are they. Am I in the right place? Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manners of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. For great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they, the prophets which are born before you. It is Christ saying according to Matthew. It is the 10, 11 and 12 verses. This is the point. You may say, what is the relation in our personal life? Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness, Because you are a good person. People sometimes ridicule you. Ah, You are goody goody people. You go to temple. You go to church. Ah. And they criticize you. And sometimes more concrete example will be easy to understand. When you don't go to Saturday club or party. and And then your friends who are your friends. They will be soon turned into enemies. And they say, oh, you have become very spiritual. Ah, you don't come to our party anymore. Huh? And you go to Gita class. Oh, you do this. Ah. I have heard from many people because I go to different people. And you know, Saturday and Sunday are the days when they get time. And those who come over there, and they get very much criticized. As if they are stealing something. As if they are doing something. Uh, such Such sinful thing that they are after all people try to correct these people who are going to such spiritual places and trying to use the time for meditation and doing something and this is extreme condition when we go to some place and people talk about something which, which actually even eh, it has happened in history tells us no? Christ he was not dead that time or he was not crucified but he is telling that he knows what is happening and what has happened in the past. So in the name of the spirituality, people will persecute you when you are following the right track. Many people say, eh? I am a good person, but I am, I am to face so many problems. But those who are lying, and those who are stealing, those who are cheating, they are very well. And they see how they are established in their life. So that happens normally. And that's why even Christianity, when... They went to India and to convert people, even now today. And there are certain areas where people go to do that, to spread Christ. so when they say, but by some, they say, hey, what your God does? See, you are so poor. So your Krishna cannot give you um, some sustenance of money or anything. Rama, yeah, what can he give? But you see, you become Christ, followers of Christ, you get this money. You get this, your name will be changed, and you will get um, uh, some education, this, that, so you see, Christ can give that. Even I have heard that children are going to in a school, in a bus, and when the bus goes, uh, and all the young, small children, and the bus stops. And then the preacher will say, hey, you take the name of your God, uh, your God. Uh, So they try to say someone is Ganesha, someone is Rama, someone is Krishna. But nothing happened in the car. And and every time the driver says, I tried, but starting, not starting. Then everyone failed. And then again the preacher came and said, hey now, take the name of Christ. And they took the name of Christ and started. Engine started. So this is the way that, that people think. Ah, that is, that is uh, not the idea that, that we have to convert that way. That conversion is here, inside. And that is most important. That, and if you are really a genuine spiritual person, in your life you will find that many people will criticize. And what attitude should be there? That is the point. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Because you are criticized here for God. And you will have your, what Christ says, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they, the prophets, which were before you. You know Ramakrishna's life, how many uh, things happened, which actually, um, one Brahmin was very jealous of Ramakrishna. Because he thought that this Ramakrishna has some trick. And he, with that magic spell, uh, the landlord Uh, has been converted uh, in his favor. So he is paid money and he has got so much things to do. And this poor other Brahmin, he one day came, he thought that he can understand, learn that trick. Then he said that one day he was in Samadhi. Ramakrishna was sitting in his room in half intoxicated mood. That Brahmin came and said, Hey, tell me, what magical trick, what mantra you used? That's why you are getting so much support from the landlord, eh? Rani Rashmani and their uh, uh, daughter-in-law. So, tell me the trick. But Sri Ramakrishna was intoxicated in his mood. And once he asked, second time he asked, third time he asked, and when Ramakrishna did not respond, he kicked him, and Ramakrishna fell down in the ground and then left. Oh! He will not tell me the trick. And then left. But Sri Ramakrishna did not say anything about this incident unless, until and unless some later time uh, Mathur, uh, who is the uh, proprietor of the Rashmani temple, he said, he came to know that that Brahmin has insulted Sri Ramakrishna. Then he said, Father, why did you not tell me? I could have chopped his head. <laughs> <laughs> but he said uh, but that is not the purpose see how they undergo insult or some such thing, that is their greatness so you are to, if you follow their footsteps, so people will criticize you because of your genuine spiritual uh, search, because you go to temple, you, you lead a meditative life or you do something but be bold if you are to be a student of Vedanta or to student of The spiritual life then you will have to be bold not to care for those things then next if we follow that path what will happen he says it is not merely going to church and temple uh, not saying I am spiritual he says let your light so shine before men that they may see your works and glorify your father which is in the heaven that should manifest transformation would be such that the face will shine that you are a child of God you are a different person your expression of peace and joy and happiness is something special it is even people who are passers-by will be able to understand that there is some special spiritual personality Uh, so that should be the sign And Robin also said that eh? That even the passers-by will look at your face and see the shining glory of the Lord. (laughs) They will see the glory of the Lord in your face. That is called spiritual life following Christ. And think not. I I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. That means what he means here. I am The Lord Himself, or I am, according to Hindu idea, we say I am the Avatar. In the beginning, that's why it is said in the in this in the Bible we read: "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word was made flesh." That is according to Saint John. And dwelt among us, and we behold His glory, the glory as of only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So here, the word which is God, which is God, Sabda Brahma in Hinduism we say, Brahman, manifested to the sound. And sound is identical with the Satchidan on the truth. But when it takes a human flesh, this is a beautiful expression Saint John has given, that the word was made flesh and that flesh means the body and the appearance in the form of Christ, he says. But Hindus believe that he is not made to flesh only once. There is the little touch of uh, my religion comes here, and that is the problem of all uh, dissension. Anyhow, we are are not looking at that side, but here is the point that only begotten we say, not only, many begotten children ah, the same word has taken in the flesh and they came as Rama, Krishna, Buddha, uh, Rama, Krishna, Christ, and all the great saints, uh, was God incarnate. So that is the, and in the Gita, you know, we read that whenever there is a downfall, so God comes to redeem. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto father, but by me, Christ said. Krishna says, I am the goal, of the wise men. And I am the way. Krishna says. So who is right? If you say literally. Christ says I am the way. Krishna says I am the way. And then come. Sami Ramakrishna, Krishna. Who is so egoless. He said. I have come. I came. Here in this form. I have become. See. Then what will you take? Who is then correct? Ramakrishna is correct. Christ is correct. Or Krishna is correct. Buddha said. But he said, You are my children. I am your father. Through me, you have been released from your suffering. Through me, I myself having, having attained salvation. am a savior of others being confronted with the comforts uh, with the con, com, confronted and I comfort others. So he says, here Buddha says, I have come to release you. So there are different, so many eyes then. Should we take that value or we'll say the harmonious idea, it takes flesh every time whenever there is a need? So this is understanding of the meaning of what Christ said. And if we understand, there is spirituality, life, uh, religion can bring so much in, into our life of peace and happiness. And if we don't understand, then we'll have always dissension. Oh, Buddhists, they are wrong. Only through Christ, or only through Buddha, or only through Ramakrishna, or only through. That is totally, totally, totally wrong because that goes against the scriptural statements. And they're not talking of the petty I as we think. Whenever we read these things, what happens? We forget the background where, from where these great souls have spoken. We bring them down to our level, I. So I means I, I am separate from you. So if Christ is saying, as if Christ is like me, very mean and uh, 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 egotistic, and saying I, and Buddha is standing like I, that's why they are fighting with each other. So this is the message. St. Augustine says. Beautiful word. That which is called Christians. Christian religion. Existed among the ancients. And never did exist. From the beginning of the human race. Until. Christ came in flesh. At which time the true religion. Which already existed. Began to be called Christianity. See it is all Gita. The same truth. Truth always existed, but in the path of journey, the religion gets mingled up with so many uh, good and bad practices and things, and people forget the ideal. So she says that until Christ came in flesh, that religion again, real Christianity was established. As Swami Vivekananda has adored Ramakrishna. he's Thapakastam. He is the establisher of all the religions. It is the same as what is said here by Saint Augustine. It is the establisher of religion, means all. Ramakrishna came and that day he established Hinduism. Or Hinduism is coming down from Sanatana Dharma is coming from time immemorial. He only emphasized what is religion, what is non-religion, what is the mixed misconception about religion, he re-established that religion. So Christ came and reestablish the values of real religion which is whenever there is a need, God comes down and that is the understanding about spirituality. I have very little time. What can I do? Now let me go to the last part. I think uh, let me skip some of the other uh, instructions last one is very important what I feel that how uh, the spiritual truth is they expressed in the same language ye have heard that it hath been said thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thy enemy but I say unto you love your enemies bless them that curse you and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his sun to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. But if you love them who love you, what reward you have? Do not even, even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. I think this is a beautiful, beautiful few uh, verses of Matthew. You see, he's saying that you love, you shall love thy neighbor. That was the eternal message. But if you love thy neighbor, but what about others? Even who despite you, despite fully look at you, who criticize you, who persecute you. That is the additional message of Christ and his life. We know his message, the blessings, message of blessings was the same. Here, again, and he's giving an example. That ye may be the children of your father which is in heaven, You want to be a child of God, is it not? He's saying, you want to be a child of God. So you must have to inherit the father's qualities. And what he says, this is a personal God, Ishwara. For he maketh his son to to rise on the evil and the good. Does God make any discrimination? Okay, give less light to the evil person, more light to the eh, good person. Are the holy and the saint saintly or non saintly God did not do that he said that and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust so you want to be spiritual you have to develop your character you have to raise lift your character to that level that you should try to see the presence of the divine. see Vedanta Vedanta idea is so impregnated into these teachings you can see from different perspective. Because of our Vedanta perspective, probably we think in this way. We may be wrong in the views of others, or orthodox people, or anyone. But it is our view that how it tallies. And again, if you only love those people who love you, what's the greatness in that? Any Anyone is doing that. You love, I love. You don't love me? Okay, my hands off. It's an everyday life situation. Uh, I love you so dearly, so long you listen to me every way. And if you say what I say, you don't listen, then I, my love goes little less and less and less. And then, bahs, finish. All love goes, evaporates into heaven. So, and if you salute your brethren only who do, who do ye more than others, then the other people also do that. But what is the expected? Christ said, this beautiful conclusion is wonderful. That be, ye therefore, perfect. Come to the world, be, ye therefore, perfect. Who is perfect in the world? And what is perfection? And if you attain perfection, is it anything different than God quality, or is it something different than you becoming Brahman or Atman? Perfect is who. There will be no ignorance, there will be no ego, there will be no anger, hatred, there will be no human deficiencies. In the human body, you will be a person, we call them saint, we call them the sages, we call them the jivan muktas, these are the people. So he says here, here is a beautiful connection, that what? You be God, you be divine, not the personal God. First collect the personal Quality of the personal God. All love, all compassion, all feeling, all embracing uh, uh, service for others. Huh? And feeling that I am being served there. So be perfect up to that level. And then, it's, it's no less than that is expected. And that's the message of Christ. That this is this Christ we adore. Preaching of love, compassion, even for the enemies, all who hate us this is a call to be perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect what this message bring before us perfect like father in heaven like Israel God Christians will be second to hear this word oh I will be God like perfect you dare to say that God and me and our Vaishnavas also in Vaishnava tradition there is a fear eh? that it is a, a you are a greatest sinner you think that you are God how can you be God? True, you cannot be God. But you can acquire the qualities of God. God is Sachidananda, And ultimately, one can acquire that quality that you will be living in the consciousness of Satchidananda. But you cannot be God. Really, true. As Ramakrishna said, you cannot be an ant made of clay, cannot demand that I am the elephant. Elephant will be bigger. Huh? So, you cannot be... But this much you can. The quality. The same earth quality. The same Satchidananda quality. No ignorance. No ego. All bereft of all littleness. That is the thing Christ is demanding here. What is the message this message bring before us? Perfect like father in the heaven. Is it not talking in the tune of Vedanta then? God is perfect. You also be perfect. That means you become like God. Therefore in the life of Christ we find that he is talking of this truth from different perspectives but his tone is always hidden under the words. So the message is the same as the message of the ancient past and we need to celebrate this Christmas by observing these principles and and perfect Christmas will be observed when we will be able to tune with this concept that be perfect as the father in the heaven is perfect. Thank you. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnami Bhava Shishate Om Shanti 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 Filled with Brahman Are the things we see. Filled with Brahman are the things we see not. From out of Brahman floweth all that is. From Brahman all, yet is it still the same. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all.